morning, everyone. It's good to see you all. So, shall we pray? Father, we thank you for gathering us again in the name of Jesus, and we also thank you for your promise being among us whenever we meet together in the name of Jesus. We therefore commit this time to your hand. We pray that you enlarge our ears and eyes and even our heart that we might be able to hear your voice and also submit ourselves to your hand. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's turn to the Bible. It's Daniel chapter 10 today. It's Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10, and I will read from verse 1 to the end of Daniel chapter 10. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel, whose name was called Belshazzar. The message was true, but the appointed time was long, and he understood the message and had understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant food, no meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all, till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Now on the 24th day of the first first month, as I was by the side of the great river, that is the Tigris, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose waist was girded with gold of Uphaz. His body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of lightning, his eyes like torches of fire, his arms and feet like burnished bronze in color and the sound of his word like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great terror fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. Therefore, I was left alone when I saw this great vision, and no strength remained in me, for my vigor was turned to frailty in me, and I retained no strength. Yet I heard the sound of his word, and while I heard the sound of his word, I was in a deep sleep on my face, with my face to the ground. Suddenly, a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, O Daniel, Man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you, and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come because of your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, 
one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision refers to many days yet to come. When he had spoken such word to me, I turned my face toward the ground and became speechless. And suddenly, one having the likeness of the sons of man touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke, saying to him who stood before me, My Lord, because of the vision, my sorrows have overwhelmed me, and I have retained no strength. For how can this servant of my Lord talk with you, my Lord? As for me, no strength remains in me now, nor is any breath left in me. Then again, the one having the likeness of a man touched me and strengthened me. And he said, O man, greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong. Yes, be strong. So when he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. Then he said, Do you know why I have come to you? And now I must return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I have gone forth, gone forth, indeed, the prince of Greece will come. But I will tell you what is noted in the scripture of truth. No one uphold me against this except Michael, your prince. So my title of Daniel chapter 10 is from chapter 10 verse 19. And title should be Be Strong. And from chapter 10 to 12, so we are going to continue from chapter 10 today and next time chapter 11 and 12. These three chapters form a single unit detailing the rest of Israel's history. It's quite remarkable to see the visions of Daniel written on this book and fulfilled exactly, literally, in our history. And especially chapter 10 to 12, uh, prophesied on the rest of Israel's history. And chapter 10, as we read today, introduced the fourth vision. And chapter 11, verse 2 to 35, is from immediate future, which was Darius third, and, and to Antiochus Epiphanes. And we'll see when we go to chapter 11 what it's about. Uh, there were four Darius, by the way, so that's why it uh, confuses us when we read Daniel, because we have to find which, which Darius uh, it was when Daniel pointed out um, as Darius. Anyway, yeah, we'll try to sort it out. And chapter 11, verse 36 to chapter 12, verse 4. It is for far future, even end times, just before the second coming of Jesus. It's quite exciting to know that everything hasn't been fulfilled yet, 
um, uh, from Daniel's vision. And we still look forward to the complete fulfillment of Daniel's vision. And chapter 12, verse 5 to 13 is final revelation given to Daniel. And last three chapters from verse 10 to 12 uh, therefore constitute fourth vision given to Daniel and gathers together significant thread of prophecy. So as you might know, many scholars, liberal scholars, they try to point out any wrong um, in the book of Daniel because it's very exact and fulfilled literally uh, through our history, but nobody succeeded yet, which means everything has been fulfilled, and we also believe that as it has been fulfilled, the remaining prophecy will be fulfilled in the future. So, <clears throat> timeline of chapter 10, uh, Darius, I said there are four Darius in the kingdom of Mede, but um, in chapter 10, uh, it speaks about Darius the Mede, the first Darius, and he reigned for two years, and Cyrus took the throne. And <clears throat> it was therefore late in Daniel's life, about 72 years after he had been carried away to Babylon as a youth. So he must be very elderly person because it was uh, after 70 years after his captivity from Jerusalem to Babylon. So this vision is uh, five years after chapter 9 because in verse 1 it says, in the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia. And uh, many scholars doubt about this Darius, the Mede, because there, there was no exact record uh, in the history. But according to Dr. Stephen Anderson, he said Cyrus shared power with the Median king until about two years after the fall of Babylon. And this Median king is called Syaxares II by the Greek historian Xenophon, but is known by his throne name, Darius, in the book of Daniel. So uh, he was first Darius, and we call him as Darius the Mede. And in Daniel, uh, Daniel record him as Darius. But there are also other three Darius. Um, and Cyrus did not make a hostile conquest of Media, did not dethrone the last Median king, who is Darius the Mede, and did not become the highest regent in the Mede, Persian Empire until after the fall of Babylon. So Cyrus was Darius' co-regent, the hereditary king of the realm of Persia, the crown prince of Media, and the commander of the Middle Persian army. Yet it was still Darius who was officially recognized as the highest power in the realm, and Darius died naturally within two years after the fall of Babylon, and as he had no male heir, and Cyrus had married his 
daughter, Cyrus, uh, naturally inherited his position upon his death and united the Median and Persian kingdom in a single throne. And we knew that this Cyrus was <coughs> one of kings of Persia who took over from the Babylon and eventually uh, became um, like emperor, empire uh, um, uh, at that time. So in verse 1, it says, In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia. So this date of the vision, if we trace back, uh, it might be 536 BC. And this date even has been attacked when compared with Daniel chapter 1, verse 21. If you go to Daniel chapter 1, verse 21. So it says that, Thus Daniel continue until the first year of King Cyrus. Uh, we know that uh, the book of Daniel is written word of God, but we also have to uh, like defend our faith against the criticism. So that's why we have to study <laughs> of this like um, very... Um, confusing and difficult subject, but that's how people try to um, make harm against the book of Daniel and also try to prove that it is forgery. But as you clearly see and will see even from today, that it still stands. And it simply just shows that it is word of God by proving that um, this is written according to the record of history as well. <clears throat> so Daniel chapter 1 verse 21, it says, Until the first year of King Cyrus, but verse 1 of chapter 10, it says, In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia. So people said that Daniel either just seized his function, as governor or even died, according to Daniel chapter 1, verse 21. But uh, Daniel chapter 1, verse 21, simply does not say that Daniel terminated his career or died in Cyrus' first year, but that he continued until this important event that introduced the kingdom of Mede and the Persian. So, Daniel chapter 1, verse 21 simply um, just show us that Daniel continued until this important event, which is the creation of the kingdom of Mid and the Persian. But it doesn't necessarily mean that Daniel just ceased um, his work or even passed away. And verse 1 continues saying that a message was revealed to Daniel, and he says the message was true, but the appointed time was long. And it also says, and he understood the message and had understanding of the vision. It's very interesting, even God confirmed that this vision of Daniel was true 
and the appointed time was long. As I said before, um, if I just go out and claim that I made any like prophecy, um, nobody would believe me <laughs> because I'm limited and I don't have power to predict the future with my own knowledge. If I say, just go out on golden screen and claim that this building will disappear in 30 years after and new building would be built uh, in 20 years' time, I'm quite sure you might believe that I'm crazy, <laughs> which is, yeah. It's very difficult to say anything about the future, especially nowadays. Everything changed in just one day. Nobody knew that there would be war in Israel, war with Russia and Ukraine. Um, there, there was like signs, but we didn't think that it would happen, but it did. And sometimes it didn't, though people believe that it would. So it's very difficult to know and claim about the future. But our prophecy in the Bible claimed that this vision, uh, prophecy exists, it is true, and it is even uh, far too long. And if I made like prophecy about 300, 500, 600, 1,000, 2,000, it's more difficult. But Bible clearly says the appointed time is even long. And we trust that God will fulfill every prophecy God has made as he has done in the past. And in contrast to the previous visions, Daniel stated that he understood what was revealed to him. So it's quite different from remaining three visions he saw before. And the previous visions recorded in the book of Daniel had left questions to his mind that were not fully resolved, although he had faithfully recorded what he had seen and heard. Another good thing of Daniel is, though he didn't understand, he wrote down faithfully for us. But uh, in this fourth vision, it says that Daniel fully understood uh, of this vision. And verse 2, it says, mourning three full weeks. So this occasion of Daniel's selective fast concerned for exiles who had returned with Ezra two years before. We knew from Ezra chapter 4, verse 4, these uh, people who came from captivity, they struggled a lot with people um, living uh, in Israel at that time. So Daniel decided to uh, selective fast. If you are good at fasting, you can also select <laughs> which food you decide not to eat and also fasting. As it says in verse 3, no pleasant food, no meat or wine, and he decided not to anoint himself uh, in mourning three full weeks. 
And then verse 4 says, the 24th day of the first month, um, he was by the side of great river that is the Tigris, and he began to see the vision. It seems that he did not return to Israel. He decided to stay um, in either Babylon or, or uh, Persia because he was quite old, probably 85 years of age, and had been given a prominent place in the government. He might decide to continue to help with uh, people when they decide to go back to Jerusalem, not uh, coming back to Jerusalem by himself. Anyway, uh, as he says that he uh, stood side of this river Tigris, which means he stayed behind. And verse 5, it says that there was one certain man clothed in linen, whose waist was girded with gold of Ufas. His body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of lightning, his eyes like torches of fire, his arms and feet like burnished bronze in color, and the sound of his word like the voice of a multitude. There are two opinions on this uh, guy. The one is he's just angel, and the other one is he is the angel of God who is Jesus, who sometimes appeared in the Old Testament. We believe that it is just, just an angel, not the angel of God who is Jesus. And I will give you reason why we believe so, and it seems that New King James Version also believe that it is just general angel, not the angel of God or the, the special angel who is Jesus. So we move on. And verse 7, it says, And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. And verse 8, it says, No strength remained in me. I also find that it was quite different response from the so-called vision viewing preachers nowadays. They boast and they claim, and I have to say most of uh, their claims uh, have not ful fulfilled. But Daniel, after he saw genuine vision, he says that in verse 8, no strength remained in Daniel. Um, I have to say, uh, the reason why I decided to believe in Jesus is because of not vision, but some kind of miracles I experienced. I believe it is genuine. Uh, but I couldn't share what I experienced for, I think it's uh, more than one year, <laughs> because I was frightened. It was genuine. And I dare not to share with other people because I was too fearful and I, I began to search out the truth after this experience. And I believe when people genuinely experience um, miracles or visions, they normally, their, their general response is, oh, of God. 
they ponder upon what they experience, sit down, and try to figure out what's going on, and confess that it is God and God only, um, who is only God, and also reign over the earth, and, and, and be confirmed by the word of God, rather than just going out and claiming that they saw something or, um, or getting healed. We do believe that there is genuine experience and vision and healing, and we should seek for them, but there are also counterparts, we have to say, um, to this genuine uh, experience. And Daniel, in verse 8, he claimed that there's no strength remained in Daniel after he saw the vision. Interesting thing is, it's not only one uh, uh, response. There are two more uh, verses claiming that Daniel um, uh, felt that there was no strength remained in Daniel after he saw the vision. And verse 9 says, Yet I heard the sound of his word, and while I heard the sound of his word, I was in a deep sleep on my face with my face to the ground. In a way, he surrendered himself. And in a way, he just uh, overwhelmed by the vision, power, uh, prophecy of God. So he, Daniel hears the angel's voice while apparently unconscious and face downward in verse 9. And verse 10, it's not him, it's angel who God sent to strengthen him. In verse 10 he says, Suddenly a hand touched me which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hand. So when he saw the vision, the works of God, he had to tremble on his knees and on the palms of his hand. I'm sure he was elderly person who um, reigned uh, in senior position of the government, but when he saw the work of God, vision, prophecy. It says that he trembled on his knees and on the palms of his hand. And verse 11, it says, Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright. And verse 12, it says, do not fear Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your word was heard, and I have come because of your word. I think it's a very powerful sentence here. It's not because of Daniel. It's not because of the might of Daniel. It's not because of the wisdom of Daniel is because of prayer of Daniel, is because of his humble attitude toward God, 
in verse 12, claimed that his word were heard, even from the first day, and this angel have come before because of his word. When he started prayer, even from the first day, God heard, sent angel, and, and also uh, give him uh, strength and this vision. There is hope for us as well. I believe when we start our prayer, according to this verse, God is supposed to hear and will answer. It's not because we are holier than other people. It's not because we are better than other people. But as we pray by the name of Jesus, as he answered to Daniel's prayer from first day, he will also answer to our prayer and even send angel for us. And verse 13, he says, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. Very interesting. <laughs> I think God seemed to show what's going on behind the scenes to Daniel. This angel was sent by God from the first day of Daniel's prayer with withhold by the prince of the kingdom of Persia 21 days. Uh, uh, and he continued to say, And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the king of Persia. The reason for 21-day delay is resistance from prince of Persia. This prince is not a human king of Persia, but rather the angelic leader of Persia, a fallen angel under the direction of Satan, in contrast to the angelic prince Michael, who lead and protect Israel. Which means there is something going on uh, behind scenes. And these fallen angels, guided by Satan, they do their best to withhold any work of God and try to persuade anyone um, to the hell, according to this verse. And we also know that this Michael, though, um, he was like unto God, but not Jesus himself. And you see Jude chapter 1 verse 9, it says, Yet Michael the archangel, in contending with the devil, when he disputed about the body of Moses, dare not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke you. So he's not God himself. He acted according to the command of, commandment of God, but he's not Jesus himself. But we know from Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, this archangel 
and his angels will eventually fight with Satan. So if you go to Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, it says, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. So it gives insight into fact that behind the world system, there are spiritual powers. We shouldn't undermine this power of Satan. In reality, they are mightier than us, unless we, we die on the cross with Jesus and Christ lives in us. And they are directing men to do their will and also behind world empires, according to this verse. And there are even spiritual powers behind influence of culture, education, and society. So that's why we have to fight a spiritual fight. And that's why we need help from God and Jesus who already won over this battle. So Satan is a prince of the power of the air. According to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of weakness in the heavenly places. So question is, how do we fight this war? And Daniel, again, was a good example for us. Prayer and fasting, as Daniel did here. And we can also uh, proclaim the gospel as well when we do this fight. At the end of the day, we have greater power in us, not because of us, but by the Holy Spirit when we repent our sins and believe in Jesus. In a way, time might come when we have to exercise this power more often. Um, as we come nearer to the end of time, this Satan, our enemy, will reveal himself more directly. Uh, at the end of the day, he will command people to submit themselves and serve him. That's his final aim. And we, uh, when we face this spiritual battle, we have to exercise this greater power in us when we face this challenge. And as we said from the beginning, whether it is the angel of God or just general angel, as you see from uh, verse 13 and also other verses, the fact that the angelic messenger needed Michael's help refute the interpretation that the one speaking with Daniel was the Lord himself. So as New King James Version rightly 
uh, says that it used just small uh, letter when it speaks about the title of this angel. It's not the angel of God who is Jesus, but just general angel as he needed Michael's help. And then verse 13, he said, I have been left alone there with the kings of Persia, which means I had nothing more to do because he couldn't resist himself. So that's why he asked help to Michael, the archangel. And then verse 14, he says, Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision refers to many days yet to come. So this vision is specifically about Daniel's people who are Jews in latter days and refers to event many days after. And as we continue to read um, until chapter 11 and verse 12, we'll see why it claimed that it is about your people, Jewish people, in the latter days. Briefly explaining this coming desolation and trouble uh, is specifically about time of trouble in the days of Antiochus, um, who is Caesar of Rome, and in the latter days, even in Antichrist time. And we'll see when we reach to chapter 11. And verse 15, it says, When he had spoken such word to me, I turned my face toward the ground and became speechless. So he again just, just surrendered himself and felt that he was helpless and just fell down and became speechless. So Daniel fell on his face and is again struck dumb by this vision. And verse 16, it says, One having the likeness of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke, saying to him who stood before me, My Lord, because of the vision, my sorrows have overwhelmed me, and I have retained no strength. So according to this vision, there would be some trouble and also challenge uh, for Jewish people. So that's why Daniel confessed that his sorrows have overwhelmed and also he can't retain his strength. And we know that when Rome invaded Jerusalem, um, they destroyed the temple and also uh, Jewish people suffered a lot, a lot and eventually just cast away to foreign <coughs> nations. And we also know from uh, other Bible, especially Revelation, when Antichrist comes, um, he, um, he uh, persecutes Jewish people again. And verse 18, he says, Then again, the one having the likeness of a man touched and strengthened Daniel. He has no strength until angel comes to strengthen him again. Um, when we have like psychological 
consultation, and even in the church, we sometimes just urge people to stand themselves. But I know we sometimes need help from outside. I believe salvation is also help from outside. And though we do our best, we sometimes have to cry out for help. And God is willing to help us um, when we reach out our hand to the Lord. As this angel helped with Daniel here. And verse 19, it says, And he said, O man, greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong. Yes, be strong. Whether you like or dislike, you are all beloved by God. And whether you like or dislike, <laughs> whenever we cry out to God, according to Daniel chapter 10, from the first day of your prayer, God hears and wants to answer to your prayer and even send angel to you. O man greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong, yes, be strong. And verse 20 says, And now I must return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I have gone forth, indeed, the prince of Greece will come. Very interesting to know that it exactly know what would happen in the future. I guess yeah, um, a few people might um, just guess it would be a kingdom of Greece um, which would just take over as empire, but it's very like difficult um, to guess and, and didn't know what would happen in future. But according to verse 20, it says that next emperor will be Greece. And then it also says that this prince of Persia, there was like spiritual power, but this Michael Archangel and his angels um, will have a fight with this spiritual power, but there will be another spiritual power which will be Greece appearing here. So when he has finished with him, the prince of Greece shall come, it says. And we do, we do know that uh, from the history, uh, Greece uh, prevailed and ruling um, after the kingdom of Persia. And we also have to say that this kingdom of Greece also has its own ruling demonic spirit, and this demonic spirit will pass onto Greece. So there is a great conflict beyond our sight of holy and evil angels. But we know that Jesus 
is greater than all. And before we finish, verse 21 is also interesting. It says, but I will tell you what is noted in the scripture of truth. So it always goes back to the word of God. So the angelic conflict, great though it is, is subject to the book of truth. So that's why this book is amazing. <laughs> it is written by the God, and everything is subject to what he says. So at the end of the day, we can have hope in God because according to this Bible, God will give us final victory over our enemies and our God will have final victory and complete everything as he planned from the beginning. So though you might feel small or weak, please remember this verse 19, O men greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong. Yes, be strong. And stick to this prayer and fasting proclamation of the gospel and Holy Spirit in this coming year, as well as the scripture of truth that we might continue with our faith in God in this coming year. Shall we pray? Father, we remember your blessing, your protection, your guidance, your love, your compassion, your mercy and grace in this year as we reach to this final day of 2023. We have to worship and praise your name because of your mercy and grace. And we also look forward to face 2024 because it's not us, it's you who won the victory and wants to give that victory to us. Whether we feel um, weak or small, you help us remember this victory Jesus won on the cross when he suffered and died that we might also be able to claim this victory over our enemies, that we might continue with this faith in Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.